The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's time now for Brady to fix your problems. It's a beautiful thing. You have that clip ready of the uh, news lady? Yeah. We, Brady, we, I didn't know about this. Brady had talked about it, showed it to us over the weekend. Listen to this. This lady just lost her job for this. Listen to this. I'm up with. I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, we know it. she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? She's fired for that. Barbie Bassett. Wow. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> well, get this. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, we know it. she'd have a Snoop Dogg tattoo on her shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling That's you. That's it. Julie. Can't say that, Whitey. What's wrong with you? She said, faux shizzle, my nizzle. Well, she's standing well, next to a... I think the weather guy's a black guy. Yeah, he's black. Well, he's... Yeah. he's he, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this works. She's so, been missing from the broadcast since right. March eighth. She's out, and she said that <laughs> because they were doing a story about Snoop Dogg's wine. Then the best part of it is that in the article it says she also tweeted that very same phrase out in two thousand and eleven. <laughs> like <sighs> Jesus Christ! Again, I'm warning you. Social media is a viper in your pocket, ready to strike, and you can't even, and it can strike you from the grave. 2011 is 12 years ago. You tweeted for shizzle my nizzle 12 years ago, thinking nothing of it, and now you can lose your job because it confirms your, I don't know. It's just, that's absolute blah, blah, blah. That's baby talk for shizzle my nizzle. We know what it means, but isn't that the same as saying N word and not saying it all the way? It's like yeah. it's like us humming along in the car right. when that word comes up. Like, anyway, mm-hmm. but then we found out what really went on. Yeah, Brady did some research, which is very rare. <laughs> uh, but he, yeah, well, he'll research a hot girl's Deep. Instagram or like a girl that might be smoke show, and saw the lady t- in 2011, the picture of her when she was a a strapping new young news lady, and she was pretty. And then in the last 12 years, she has swallowed several Volkswagens. <laughs> And turned into Ursula from uh, The Little Mermaid. And there might be an ulterior, ulterior uh, motive to uh, yeah. have her move on. That lady could have said nighttime, and it's too close to the N-word, and they were, they were looking for a reason to get rid of her. Did she say darkness on the air? Close enough. Get her out of here. Get a goddamn dolly in a, in a flatbed, and let's roll her out. Yeah, she's big now. She looks a little bit like, whoa. She dyed her hair and ate Paula Deen. Anyway, and, and that's not her fault. Pro- that's the promo photo of that's the meteorologist. The same. That's what she used to look. Yeah, like. yeah, it's not the same one. And now she says nizzle too often, so <laughs> can't do that. And she tweeted it in 2011. See if you can give uh, Carol a story about gas nozzles, and if she slips up with one verb, one little consonant flop, we're getting her. The gas nizzles. I mean nozzles. That's it. We got her. Get her out of there. Get her fat ass over to the buffet. 
Bring in the smoke show from Cronkite. And that's the goal. They just they needed a reason to get rid of her. So when they fired her, it wasn't because she was ugly now. The news has a problem with that. That used to just be, I remember Janine Ford was a Channel 12 lady. And uh, she was, a, they, they sold her, and I remember this, as uh, this when I was a kid. I, I've, I've been a local news junkie and didn't even know it. Since I was a kid. Janine Ford, remember her? Yeah, she's she, like came out of she was a beauty pageant winner. Yeah, she was like Miss Arizona. Miss Arizona. And they showed her it, it, when they're like, welcome Janine Ford to 12 News. And the commercials were her and her beauty pageant thing. A local Arizona, former Miss Arizona. She's riding on a horse, looking hot as can be. And then a few years later, a eh, eh, couple of kids, mm, not as much time on the treadmill. Suddenly Janine's got to go. And they flat told her, you don't look the part anymore. Bye, because that's the way it used to work on news. We're going like, to put you out yeah. in the field. You can't be goofy looking, and uh, we got to have a hotter. And then I think, I don't know if it was a Patty Kirkpatrick or somebody came rolling in there and thin, pretty young, got her out of there. Now they can't do that in the news anymore, so they got to make up ways that you're racist to get you out. <laughs> she said Nizzle. <laughs> Nizzle, can you believe it? I'm pretty sure Nizzle, even everybody just kind of winks and goes, all right. Even if you were being racist and you said, look here, Nizzle, <laughs> like the, per- the the black guy would be like, that's hilarious. Like he's still trying to be respectful and racist at the same time. What's up, my ninja? Right. Right. But it's the danger of the, uh, she also used the phrase in 2011 on Twitter. So we've got her. She's a regular user of the Nizzle word. <laughs> Nizzle's not a word. It's gibberish, and uh, she's fired for it. But you know, I, I, I liked the old days when you could be honest about firing somebody on TV because like, they just look terrible now. She just looks bad on TV. So they were looking for a reason to can her, and they got it when she said, faux shizzle my nizzle. <laughs> be careful. Go back in your uh, tweets and your Facebooks and find the day that you said nizzle and erase it because it's tragic. Brady, are you ready to solve the the world's issues? It's time for uh, What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by Mo Money Pawn, MMP Guns right there, 12th Street and Indian School. Uh, You got everything you've ever needed in the world of guns, in the world of all the other stuff, tools. They got loads of that, and it's all on the up and up. The guys running that show are great, uh, and they do an awesome job for you, especially with that MMP Guns thing. Build your own AR-15, grab all the ammo for it. They got classes on how to build it. They'll show you exactly how to get it done right. And uh, for about half the price of one built, you can build your own. Walk out of there with an amazing uh, piece of machinery in your hands. And a little more knowledge than you had before, I'm sure of it. Uh, MMP Guns right there inside Mo Money Pond. And they are helping us find out what Brady would do. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. Dear Brady, my neighbors are never, ever good to their dog. They actually suck so bad. That there's times I have the dog at my house for a couple of days and they don't know. Uh, I'll walk the dog just when I'm bored in the afternoon. I go take him right out of the yard. Uh, let the dog in my house in the middle of the night and let him sleep in my house instead of in their backyard. And then when I go to work in the morning, I put him back and they've never noticed. Uh, I am moving in April. I think I'm stealing it. Thoughts? Swami. Swami is that. Should he steal the dog? He's been stealing kind of anyway. Well, you could get in trouble for that, Swan. Sure, sure. Um, I think you need to talk to the people and say, (laughs) I would love to take your dog. Right. I love your dog. Um, And he spends a lot of time over here. 
But they don't know that. Yeah, and so that's the other issue is if because yeah. it's pretty easy to open your doors to if people are letting a dog out and it comes over there. A well, lot to of me times it you sounded like there. he wasn't being let out. He's just living no, in the backyard, and that guy's getting him out of there. I, I um, you know, I had a neighbor at one time, and their and their dog lived out in the side yard right. the entire year round. Awful. And um, I walked it a few times, right. and I had to put the dog down. Why? With a, What did you because, do? How um, far did you walk it? No kidding. They were out of town, and um, it was just, she had two young kids. Oh, I remember that. it was just that. that one time where the dog, it just, you knew, the same thing happened with Petey. It's like right. the back end goes yeah, out, yeah. and it was it was time. And fortunately, we had a vet in our neighborhood. and uh, But they knew about they, it. You didn't put the dog down without them. No, 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 no. Yeah, it yeah. didn't sound. And they knew when you were walking it. You weren't just stealing it out of the yard. Right. Right. Yeah, That's but uh, uh, well, it was different in the fact that it, if it got to a point where I'm saying we would take the dog for, if you don't right. want the dog, you right. know. But then that immediately, you're. See, I think what you should do is go to them and say, "I want your dog." Yeah. I spent. Uh, you don't know this, but I spent tons of time petting him and playing with him and goofing around with him in the back. I would love to take your dog. I've grown so fond of your dog. And they'd be like, no, that's ours. I'm like, please just, you know, and pay them. Because you know what people will do. It. It's like once they, oh, taking that away. No, no, no. Now we want right. it now. Yeah, say you can't really. So maybe you should just steal it. I would um, I would do that first. Steal I would it? ask them. Oh, yeah. But see, then you can't steal it. Because if you ask yeah. for it and then it disappears, they know who did it. The problem is you already admitted that you're, yeah. you're thinking about stealing this dog on the air. Yeah. Like so, what Brett would have done is never talked about right. it and just stolen the dog. Out of sight, out of mind. Gone. <laughs> what are you do? So sad that your dog is uh, missing. I can't even imagine what that's got to be like. I don't know what that was. Uh, it isn't in my house, though. He's letting the dog in to sleep with him and stuff at night. He's, you know, you've got a little hand that rocks the cradle going on That would there. be a little... Concerning if I were the neighbor and I knew that too about Well, they the other, don't know. I know. And he knows they shouldn't know that. But if he's sitting there worried about the dog in the back, and I've been in situations where I see a dog that is not treated the way I would treat a dog, right? Like, because I spoil my dogs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I have to shake my head and say, that dog is fine. They're not abusing it. Otherwise, you'd call somebody, get the dog taken away. They're not abusing it. He's getting food, he's getting water. It is a little disconcerting that if you've had the dog for a couple days and they don't know it, that's troubling. And that's how I looked at it, too. On the, but you, know, you can't save them your way. I, I go to can. people's houses and I look and I'm like, oh, this poor dog. But it's only a poor dog compared to what my bougie bitch dogs get, which is just run of the house. My dogs have their own home. Yeah. It's, they have their own home. And that is not a joke. There's Their a, own AC. They have their own air conditioning system. They have a separate backyard just for them. The house is was purchased with them solely in mind saying, oh, there's a second backyard. That'll be just for them. And they have run of the other backyard. Nothing's better than your good news kennels. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, this is <laughs> Michael Vick. Would, his head would pop off. Why are you so nice to him? There are. Hundreds of thousands of people that wish they could live as good as my dogs do. But that means that I'm doing something 
over the top. Whereas if I went to like Brady's house and saw, oh my, I would think certain things you do are crazy, and you're great to your dogs because yeah. I just do too much. Oh, it's too much. It's too far. I still have dog guilt every now and then. Yeah. Like I got to get them out more. I sure. got to walk them every day, and I don't. Um, I already see it coming. Cha-ching, yeah, well, No, it isn't about bragging. It's it's about the, the it, tiny, big, or otherwise, the whole house was designed yeah. for them. I took a room of the house and made it the dog's house. It's not even human. But you can't live in it as a person. It's just for them. And it's because they don't have kids. It would be a kid's room right. otherwise. It's not. I have dogs, and that's theirs. They have their own separate entrance. It's ridiculous. Now, if I saw somebody who kept their dogs out all night, I'd be like, oh, this is terrible. i got to do something. But, it, but that's by my standards. So don't steal the dog. Have someone else do it and then bring <laughs> it to them, and then they'll get in trouble and say you didn't know that was happening. Like Kiva right now likes spending most of the time outside. Like she'll, She likes sleeping out in the dog bed outside for right now, and then the summer rolls yeah. around, she's in. My dogs have access to a pretty good size yard and they stand and stare at me in the window all day long when they're outside they just stare inside when they're inside they just stare outside because they're spoiled brats they know i can have anything i want whatever my dogs are getting to the point now where they'll get up and tell me when it's time for cookies <laughs> jack gets up and looks at me and goes Boof. i'm like no not right now and then he walks over and stands next to the cookie jar Boof. 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 until i get up and give him one and i'm like god damn it he is he got a little hungry and wanted a snack. It's like having Ralphie May and a dog in my house. Give me some cheese. It's why you're up, <laughs> Yeah, I struggle with that. I can't save all the dogs. I can't have them all have. And I'm sure there's some people out there that look at my, my way and like, uh, I even do more for mine than you do. Uh, everybody's got their own threshold. The crazy part is the dog only knows what it knows. So it probably loves its life. I look at people, homeless people with a dog. Oh, my God. I go bananas. But that dog loves that guy. No, the dog doesn't know any no, better. He doesn't know. No. He doesn't know he's supposed to have a yard and a house. He doesn't know. He's got to, he, think of it. He's got to be the happiest thing in the world. He's got the, they got walk the biggest around yard him. ever. Yeah. walked every day. He's wandering around. The whole, the whole city's his yard. Most of the time, those people take better care of their dogs than themselves. Absolutely. Feeding them first. Yep. Which I actually like. Yeah. Don't steal the dog. Go get your own dog. Yeah, he doesn't have a dog. I thought yeah. he maybe you would think you'd have a dog if you were that addicted to your neighbor's dog. You are coveting your neighbor's uh, dog. I think that's biblical not to do that. John Holmberg's morning sickness, the ninety-eight KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, dear Brady, I realized this morning that I have been calling a guy at work by the wrong name for the last eight months. <laughs> Uh, Jim's name is actually Sam. He's never once corrected me, and I've said his name a thousand times. I am wildly embarrassed. He's answered to Jim every time. I'll actually say, come here, Jim. He comes over. Do I suddenly switch up to Sam or just stay with Jim until he says something? Fred. My man. <laughs> it's Brady's name. It is. You've well, com- except it, it, you've committed to a word. I don't think it's very funny. For the most part, when you finally say, I got to apologize. I've been calling you by the wrong name for eight months. Um, because most of the time, I don't know. Oh, you've probably tough. done it. I do Brett, you've time. probably done right. it. If someone's calling you the wrong name, you never correct it. Yeah, it's just like, who cares? I never yeah. corrected Donovan McNabb. Yeah. It was Grady. Oh, you're I, I gave him a sauce, a bottle of uh, Brady sauce at one time. Oh, thank you, Grady. <laughs> he didn't want that. <laughs> well, he just woke up, too, so it was kind of hard to... 
Yeah, he didn't care. I've met Eddie Johnson about 12 times on Saturday night. He goes, name, and put his hand out. And I'm like, John, Eddie. I'm like, I know. And he goes, pleasure to meet you. And I'm like, again. <laughs> but again. I laugh because it's like, all right, he doesn't you care. Yeah. He's not, he meets a billion it people. Doesn't, doesn't I don't care. think the guy, uh, it won't bother the guy too much. He might laugh at it like, geez, this guy still hasn't gone out. Yeah. And I, I think you run with it. Yeah. Don't say a word. Let Sam Jim come to you and go, you've never said my name wrong. Like, I know. I've been waiting for you to tell me. Make him the idiot. I know your name's Sam. I call you Jim because you answer to it. Puppet strings. I call people by the wrong name a lot, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. I never trust. I, I Sometimes I look at Brett, and I'm like, is it Brett? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I always feel like I'm getting everyone's name wrong. I'm terrible at it. Brady just says my man or chief or something like that. When he doesn't know your name, he mamanja. And if I can create a nickname for you, immediately it'll be the nickname. What's Magic up? Man. What's up, Red Hat? <laughs> All right. I'll go with that. Uh ooh. Dear Brady, I've been with my boyfriend for six months. He is Hispanic and I am white Hispanic. I'm twenty nine, healthy, lean, thirty four B, enough of a butt for my body type, but still not. The look that you see all over the place now with those big giant asses and boobs. Thick girls, as you'd call them. Uh, yesterday, my boyfriend uh, said, no guy wants a lean woman. He made me feel insecure about my body a few times. Now, suggesting that I get a boob job or hike a little bit more so my butt grows. What would Brady do? Do I dump him for not appreciating me as I am or try to gain all the things he's looking for? Uh, imagine, Brady, if it was your daughter whose boyfriend was doing this to her. What would you say? I've listened to you guys for over 10 years. I love the humor and sensibility. It's why I'm asking Sophia. Sophia, if you really loved him or appreciate you'd get a butt job, a boob job. And, you'd do it. No, and you, you'd pay for it. <laughs> you got to be comfortable in your body. No, you've answered it. We're moving okay. on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get your <laughs> ass fixed. Said. Get your ass fixed, flat butt. <laughs> And if he's looking to pick up the tab. Right. If he's going to pay for it, why are you so rude? Yeah, why are you even questioning You're it? selfish. Not only are you a flat ass, you're selfish. If he's going to pay for a button boobs, make an appointment, sister. That's right. He's just paved the way for you to Gold City. Exactly. You know what you can He'll do with that? He'll be gone after the purchase. Build the perfect Sophia and then walk. And then you'll realize, man, with this new ass and these new cans, I'm, I deserve better than this. You've gone from Maryvale to Kirlin Commons. <laughs> That's exactly in less than right. A year. Yes. No more steak knives in the legs. Every argument. <laughs> now the only steak knife you'll see is at uh, Mancuso's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can find yourself a, a very wealthy Scott Stalian. No, you can't. She, she has to let him appreciate it. But I would take advantage yeah, of a guy I, paying for boobs and butts. I think uh, the big butt trend, at least the implant and stuff, that's going down, isn't it? Well, it's kind of going I, would, out. I would never do a butt the implant. The Kardashian yeah. factor is mm. not it's in gonna, as much. It's going to change. I mean, but big butts have stayed big for a while now. I, it's, I thought it would be over by now. It's not. It's like low-rise jeans from like 2003 to 2006, where the, and they're done. Like you see those now. That's mom terrible. jeans. Yeah, now they're pulling them up to their chest now. I don't know. I don't know how to see that one. Sophia, do you love him? 
Or do you don't it, go cuckoo? Stay comfortable yeah. in your body. Your body's yeah. fine. Maybe not. Yeah, she could be a fast. Send a picture over to <laughs> D Toledo. Yeah, D Toledo at ninety-eight KPDI. We'll be the judge of this. <laughs> you asked, Sophia. Do you want the honest answers? You could use a can or two. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're comfortable with yourself and you sound like you are, and you've got a good personality and you're fun to be with, then it doesn't matter. But don't take, uh, you know, just because he's like leaner or something, you know, yeah. makes a comment like that. If it starts to becoming a... He wants a thick woman. You're not a thick woman. You're on two different pages. You'll regret radically changing yourself for someone else. If you want to do it for you, do it. If you don't, don't. But just know, no one wants a fastback. No, absolutely. But you have to do it for yourself. Like if a woman told me, you know. You need three more inches on that thing. I would leave out of embarrassment. I'm not going to go to a surgeon. <laughs> I'm just going to date midgets from there. You're on. on your way to Mexico to get that job <laughs> reversed. I, look, lady, you think I don't know that? I don't need you shining a light on it. I don't need your spotlight on my insecurities. Don't. You could use a facelift. You're kind of not symmetrical. All right, we're done here. But guys seem to tend to they'll tell girls that because they know girls are a little bit more self-conscious about their bodies. We are, to a, but we're not going to a surgeon to get it fixed. If a chick says that our dicks are too small, we just, we just hate them and move on. Yeah. Next. Yeah, all right. Let's, or we put it in the butt. Not so small anymore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you're screaming. I guess Tiny's got some action on him. Uh, Dear Brady, I need you to tell me if I'm a horrible human being or not. I'm not religious. Uh, Grew up Catholic, but I hate organized religion now. My daughter, age 11, asked me last week what happens when we die. And in my mind, I thought and said out loud, nobody knows. We're all born and we all die. And I assume there's a similar place for each side, but I'm not sure. And she says, okay, cool. And starts having ideas about what happens after we die from there. No worries on her face at all. Thinks like me, I didn't give it another thought. This week at work, uh, I'm a psychiatric nurse. Uh, I told my coworkers, thinking it was kind of funny. And the response I was getting, you tell every kid that they go to heaven. Why would you tell her there's no heaven? Why would you tell her there's nothing? And all I could do is say, I don't know. It didn't cross my mind. What makes me a better or worse person? Telling her how I feel or telling her some sort of myth I don't believe in? Uh, my kid is stable and realistic, which I think it's not a bad idea. Uh, but you believe in heaven. Uh, I don't want her to be the satanic kid at school. Should I lie about heaven? Carrie. Um, this is the thing where it comes <laughs> down to your, I mean, it's your stance. It's your kid. And you grew up believing in that and you've changed a little bit yeah i think you're, you're being honest about it um but also you know you know i think the the answer of i don't know is pretty yeah. certainly you know because we don't know yeah and that's the other thing you lied about santa you lied about the easter yeah. bunny you can lie about heaven for a little while and when they start sure. asking questions just go you got to find your own thing that's kind of what my parents did it's like you uh, we're not 100 percent sure we're not really totally committed and my dad believes there's heaven. My mom believes in some sort of weird spiritual thing. It's because my yeah. witchcraft sisters talked her into it. Yeah, I still think we have a, a, Maybe. a soul, and but I got no. Do I know it. where heaven right. is? No, I don't. We, right. you know, 
in the past we've always pointed upwards. Right. Which is down to people in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, we don't know. So I think, yes, telling a kid you don't know, find your own answers. That's the best thing you can do. Or implant your ideas in their heads like you're supposed to. You're supposed to have a little version of you growing up. And if they find new paths later, that's fine. But as a kid, you just you give them the best you got. The design behind it, you know, initially, even if it was even if it was duped as a kid, is that being a good person, there's rewards for that sure. at the end. That's the whole Santa Claus thing. Yeah. If you act like a good person, when it's all over, boy, are you going to get paid. You'll have a nice place to rest. It's, it's, heaven was invented to keep you from being hassled by people who would hassle you otherwise. Try not to do bad things. Right. Just be nice. Why? What's, what's in it for me? It's the essential. Re- well, you know, when we die, you know about the thing in the sky, right? There's, everybody gets a free pie. That was the old Patton Oswalt thing. There's sky King gives you a cake. If you die, you get delicious cake. You're like, oh, I want cake. I still believe I have a pie waiting for me. You might have sky. a pie waiting for you. I think you're going to be in hell with me. If that thing exists, you're going to be there. I've talked to you. I know that you. That pie could be getting yeah. burnt somewhere. I know right. what you really think and how you really are, so I don't think you're passing any of the tests. And I look forward to the day we're doing this show forever in hell. For the other people. You know, the ones all laughing at this show. None of you are making it. No. None of you. Guilt by association. You're hanging out with us. Uh, there you go. Well done. And don't say faux shizzle my nizzle anymore at work. Evidently, that's just horribly racist. Even though I thought it was just nothing but gibberish, it's evidently it's terrible. And if you've ever tweeted it, it can come back and get you. The world's gone crazy. Especially if you've let yourself go in a visual medium. <laughs> Next time you say nizzle, they're gonna they're, they, the guillotine's coming down. There you go, everybody. That. Is what Brady did. It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.